That's pure bullshit. That's what that is. All right, man. We in here, man. Welcome to the Young OGs podcast. This is episode, what's this, episode 73? Yeah, I think so. 73. All right. I'm back. Had to take a week off last week, man. These niggas held me down. Official. These niggas Officially. can't hold me back. Right. And the voice that you hear right now is OG Keys. What up, OG Keys? What's up, family? M-Town, 10 toes down. West side, north side, St. Louis. What it do? What it do, baby? Also joined by the illustrious OG Mike. OG Mike, what up, man? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, oh, there this nigga go with the good evening again. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock, good evening. Oh, lurch sounding ass nigga. <laughs> we are also joined by OG Existential Bill. OG Bill, what up, man? What's good with it? Let's go. You ready to pontificate? Let's do it. What y'all niggas want to talk about first, man? Think I'm gonna join the NRA, man. Hey, hold up! Before we, <laughs> I know you joking about this don't NRA shit. I was about to say that nigga don't sound like he's joking to me. You ain't, nah, he ain't joining the NRA. But hold up, hold up! Before we get into that, let me ask you this: Have you ever heard of the National African American Gun? Advocacy is like NAAGA. It's like the black version of the NRA. Nope, I have not. Okay, so my homegirl put me up on it because she posted it. Shout out the twin. She posted it on her uh, Facebook, and I just happened to be on it just randomly. I'm not really on Facebook, but just happened to be on there. And she posted. I was like, that's what I was looking for because I knew that there was a another uh, group specifically catering. Towards black people in this country. <laughs> now, now that yeah, the acronym is hella unfortunate. N A A G A. But besides that, if you go into the site, like they haven't updated it in quite a few months or some some parts years. And then if like if you go to the merchandise, it got like. All the like the National African American gun stuff on there, but it's like it's like hella white people modeling the shit, bro. I was like, what the fuck is going on on here, man? <laughs> is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike, nigga? Let me know before I even sign up for this shit. But let's get to your end NRA stuff. Why would the hell would you even think about joining the NRA? Hey, man, America. You trying to get in on you trying to get in on the inside, see what they they plotting before shit go down? Yeah, I'm trying to go to the meetings. They not letting your black ass in there, nigga. You already fight, know. fight white supremacy in all different angles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't uh doesn't Killer Mike go around saying that he's a member of the NRA? We can't do it. It's not for yeah. us. Nah, nah, it, it, it's, it is, but it's not. They've, they've aligned themselves with a lot of conservatives. That's the issue. Right? Uh, and it's, not even just, it's not even just that. 
Like they've been tied to uh, laundering money for the Russians, all types of stuff. Like it's a deplorable, for lack of better words, organization. And and the and the lack of response after Philando Castile was murdered was was that silence was deafening, bro. Like they didn't they didn't say a fucking word. I don't know. I still don't know to this day if they said anything. Probably but they not. have always defended their members, but they did not defend Philando. Nope, sure did. Yeah, I, did. I don't remember saying anything. They but didn't we, say nominate, we nominate Mike out of the OG to 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 get involved and, and and fight that battle from the inside. From the inside, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said Mike. We Mike, said you to Mike all the clan the, meetings. Mike is the hove of the uh, of the NRA. Right. <laughs> club, get in the club. See what you can do. Hey, transparency though, man. We want to hear what's going on. Otherwise, you're gonna get that smoke when you get there. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's 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 just segue seamlessly into that hove the of the NRA. We talked about this in the kind of in the group, man. And there seems to be some differing opinions on Jay Z and his role in the NFL, and if he's actually down for the cause, if he if he's down for himself, if he's down for just like just trying to get his business ownership opportunity in. And it's just like fuck everything else, you know. I, I, everybody knows Colin Kaepernick wasn't a big fan of uh, of how he aligned himself with the NFL. What, what do y'all think about this overall? I think he said it a minute ago, man. Transparency is important. It's just that he's been so quiet, and nobody from the campus even said anything. So you kind of just left to to just fucking guess what's going on. You know, when you hear stuff in the media and you see stuff on social media and the paper, whatever, wherever you get your news from. And if something comes up about the NFL, you like, well, damn, what is Jay and them doing? Right. Yeah. I know. Uh, I think, uh, I think me and Keys had a disagreement in the, uh, in the group. I was saying that, you know, it's probably a situation similar to Colin Kaepernick and, you know, Jay Z's trying to get on the inside. You know, it, it looks like, it just looks like he's positioning himself to, you know, potentially buy a team, uh, or own a team um he's definitely you know trying to get some uh some say uh in the in the nfl and, and how they do things um especially on the entertainment side of the coin which is um which is a huge part of their business i just think that the nfl is a absolutely monstrosity and it's a humongous corp- corporation and um and keys jump in because i know your point was about transparency as you just as you just mentioned i was just saying that i'm i'm not 100% sure that that's even on the table in order to even get in those doors you know i mean it's a nuanced conversation and what i originally said in the group um you know i stand by certain conversations i don't feel like should be had on public forums especially when we are highly critical of people that's doing the work um jay z you know has shown through action that he supported financially uh, people that's been protesters that's been locked up. Um, you know, he's uh, a part of um, the prison system with regards to Meek Mill, um, Yo Gotti, Mississippi prisons, man, atrocious prisons. He's actively involved in that. So he's doing some great work when it comes to um, the cause for black people and the black struggle. With regards to the NFL, uh, what I what I said in the group was is that right now I don't see any transparency on what he's doing. But I do have some some criticisms 
um, about the whole thing, but I don't feel like it, certain conversations should be held held on the public forum. I think we should be critical of our people amongst each other and not open to everybody to listen to. That's fair. That's fair. Completely fair. And I agree with you. I don't. I don't. I feel like we should be critical to a point. I, I feel like we should be critical openly, but not to the point where we are destroying. You know what I mean? Like, we have to have dissenting opinions on things. It's a fine line. That's a fine line in the. In the it's a very. Media. And, and, and I think what I think where we find ourselves is is that especially with social media, with the lack of ability to you know fully get out one's thought, it turns into some hater shit. Even though it might not come off, like it might come off as some hater shit, but it's not what you intended. It's just like, hey, you know, saying like, what's going on with you? And unfortunately, through through no fault of anybody's, you know, we, we've chosen to, to take this route of of, you know, secrecy between us and how we feel about things. But at some point, it, the story, you know, becomes bigger than 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 just between us. And then that's when all of our feelings start spilling out onto the streets you know, uh, white people get a hold of the feelings. They start inviting us on shows. Then you got one brother come off that might, you know, they might interview me. I might pop off and say something intelligent, but I also might say something destructive at the same time. And the next thing you know, it's a war within <laughs> within the culture about how we feel about Jay Z. And uh, you know, I don't. That's unfortunately other cultures. I don't feel like they have to worry about something like that. But that's where we are. And that's just well, we the reality. Are. I mean, a couple couple weeks ago, um, that was the same situation with Colin Kaepernick. Um, I think I had said a couple critical things, but I, to Keith's point, you know, I, you know, I, we even talked about like let's just stop it here because you know I don't want to get in the bash in that manner. I don't want people to you know I wouldn't want anybody to think that you know I didn't think that his you know contribution was um, very important and, and timely for that matter, but. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get into to bashing it. So I, I think I fall on the side of caution with that one. You know, if it's a gray area, then maybe we just leave it alone on a on public platform. But that also makes your public platform not as interesting to your point. So I don't know. You know, well, and then the thing is, for me, um, I think it, it varies from person to person. And what I mean by this, I mean, he's had a history of doing the work. Right now, we don't know whether or not he's doing the work or not with the NFL or if he's just, you know, being a, you know, a businessman and doing his business. You know, right now, that's yet to be determined. And that's really what the, the differencing of opinions are between us. Um, but overall, I think before we go at openly people that have shown to do their work, I think the discussion should be had amongst people that actually have a true interest in the culture versus openly going at somebody on a public platform allowing other people yeah. to get involved that shouldn't have anything that shouldn't have a voice in it in it there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of cultural context that you need to be able to even listen to a conversation where someone is where a, a black person is critical of another black person especially when they're you know doing work in other areas so i i agree with keys on that one but yeah, I, I feel it though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of the reasons why we have our uh, our group. And uh, man, absolutely. Hopefully, one day in the future, we can invite you know listeners to the show to join the group. But that's something we discussing and something we working on, and, and we'll talk about that at a, at a much later time. But 
it's definitely uh, 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 as Mike says, OG Mike says, slippery slope. Let's talk about this uh, this name changing stuff. You know, everybody knows what's going on with the with the fight for justice across the country, and 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 there's a lot of concessions being made and we'll talk about linguistics and language and phrases and stuff later but let's talk about the more obvious of the of the pack of scenarios we have on deck and and that's uh sports names so the washington i don't call them that have come out and said yeah the dc racial slurs have said that they are open to changing their name uh, for the first time in a long time then they've said they've done these focus groups and all of this stuff before in the past and Native Americans were involved and all of that I really don't think they were but that's what they said <laughs> and um and and they said that you know it was okay but now you know right now 2020 they're looking at it and saying Man, we, we we might actually need to change our team name. Uh, the, I've seen some talk about it being the Washington Red Tails, uh, based on the Negroes uh, yeah. regiment. Yeah, the Negro regiment. The, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> Why you laughing, nigga? <laughs> that's what we were called before black man. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm keeping before it real. <laughs> I'm laughing. I guess I'm just laughing at how ridiculous the whole thing is. Yeah, that nigga's tone deaf, man. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, red tails. Like, come on now. Red. I mean, I don't think any of this is official. I don't think so. Let's let's point that out. But I've seen um, them say they should go to other names. What what do y'all think about these names? Because we got a few teams. Atlanta Braves are, are ta- in discussions on stopping certain things, but they are not open. But the Cleveland Indians have essentially said they're going to stop using the, what's his name, Chief Wahoo? Wahoo yeah, the, their, lo- their logo is, <laughs> that shit is just foul. Wow, that's, that's the that most offensive foul. logo, besides the Redskins, the, 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 the Indians logo is the most offensive logo in sports. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's really ridiculous. What, what do y'all think about the, uh, the, the possibility of name changing? I go to OG Bill. You know, to me, the story isn't necessarily that the teams are, are, you know, changing their name. I know a lot of people are kind of surprised that at least the, the DC racial slurs have even agreed to entertain the option when they were, you know, against it when this came up a couple years ago. Um, I think the story is the fact that. You know this this sort of resurgence in energy in energy very specifically from young black people um from from millennials and and younger have like you know i don't i don't i don't know if the word is forced but essentially have forced you know a lot of establishments that are that have existed for a long time to change it's very interesting what's happening and and i know that there is an element, not to be Debbie Downer, but I know there's an element of shiny object, right? Um, there's an element of, hey, look, we'll change this name, but, you know, we're not going to change, you know, the status um, quo, the status quo of, of, you know, racial um, motivated laws in the justice system and blah, blah, blah. We could talk for an hour about that stuff. You know, nobody's interested in changing that stuff. But 
not to be Debbie Downer. So there is an element of that. But I do think that it's interesting, um, you know, the catalyst that brought about these conversations. Very interesting. Say, man, South Park told y'all years ago, what's up with these Redskins and these name changes? They don't care about these folks, man. They've been telling them to ask them to change the name, demanding them to change the name. I think it's definitely business, man. Um, these names should have been changed a long time ago, man. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just stupid it. Let's just be, you know, real about it. And it's sad that it takes the death. Once again, it shows that why does it? Why do? Why does something tragic have to happen to black people for us to move on? Things that should have been done a long time ago with regards to raping the people. Um, it's sad that that's what it is, um, and that's the case. But um, I had an opportunity to listen to a podcast, um, Bumani Jones um, on ESPN. He talked about this, and he said, to be candid, um, it's only an issue when the media chooses to make a big deal out of it. He says a lot of schools that changed their names years ago. One school being Stanford. They were the Stanford Indians. Um, of course, they're the Cardinals now, I believe. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said he went over a bunch of teams. Um, I can't remember what school that he attended, um, but they had a, a Native American name as well, and they changed. Yeah, Bomani went to uh, Clark, Clark Atlanta. Okay, he, he mentioned a school in Michigan or something, if I'm not mistaken. But um, the point is, is that it's only, a, it, it, from his point of view, um, is that when it's a, a news, a news, it's in a news cycle, and we make a big deal out of it. That's when it's a problem. I mean, if we keep it low level and just change the name, you'll have some people that's going to be frustrated. You're going to have some people that you know may say something about it. But at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, so I kind of, I, I kind of take his point on that. Um, I do think that Atlanta is making a bad mistake on doubling down and saying. And outwardly saying we're not changing the name from the Braves, um, I think it would have been better if they would have said, "Hey, you know, we're working on it," or you know, at least making. I mean, I ain't gonna say making the same because the name needs to be changed. But to double down and say that we're not changing the name, we may, we may um, do some things differently. We may not do the tomahawk chop um, that was introduced in the '90s. We may take that away. We may not put that on the jerseys. But we're not changing the name because of that heritage. It's like if Native Americans say it's disrespectful, it's disrespectful. And you're not listening to the people that it represents. Like to me, that's, you know, that's so arrogant and tone deaf. Mm-hmm. They could at least pissed on us and told us it was raining. And they just have to be like, fuck y'all niggas. We ain't changing nothing. Hey, and that's man, I can't. Y'all telling me I can't. I can't well, shit, forget it. I, I ain't going to be able to do this anyway with COVID. But I was going to say, damn, I can't even go to no Braves game. I also find it interesting um, that, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Bomani Jones on air like three or four years ago wore the mm-hmm. a shirt that said the Caucasians. And yep, it was the like Caucasian. that. And I believe he got suspended Absolutely. for it he, on yeah, ESPN. He, he, it's, that's when he was on Dan Levitard's show. Yes. Yeah. So he it's kind of interesting to see how things change, how opinions change, because ESPN basically, you know, is supporting teams and, and supporting the ideology of changing names that seem sort of uh, racist or not sort of that are racist. But at that time, when he pointed out the 
the, the hypocrisy in that by wearing that shirt, they suspended him. Exactly. Exactly. And he said he said he was surprised that he didn't get the backlash that a lot of people would assume that he would have gotten for that. He said a lot of people, um, you know, white people in particular, was just like, hey, man, you're right. You know, like, we get it. You know what I mean? We understand, man. Like, this yeah, is he got backlash, though. He he yeah, did get backlash. I remember. What he's saying is, is the level in which most people would have thought, like, he didn't get, it, did, it wasn't that bad. It didn't go that deep. Yeah. It didn't go, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's just, just on the on the team name front. Uh, there was an article shared in the group about phrases. Very interesting. A lot of people didn't know that these phrases were rooted in. There was a, some phrases I had no idea were rooted in uh, racism. Uh, one was grandfathered in. I had no idea that that was that that was rooted in racism. What's the context there? I didn't read it. It's based on the um, the test. Um, so um, you know, back in the day when um, black people were given the right to vote. Um, they had suppression mechanisms set up to where you had to take these tests in order to in order to be able to vote. And um, and what happened was certain white people couldn't pass the test either. So for them, they said they were grandfathered in because they were voting prior to. They can continue right. to vote even though they didn't pass the test. That's and yes. black people could. So yeah, I, I believe that's what it is. Off that the top that's of ex- that's exactly what it is, right off the top of your head. You got that one hundred percent right. I did not know that. I did not know uh, cakewalk. We say something is easy, something is uh, easily accomplished. The term cakewalk. It says the cakewalk was originated as a dance performed by enslaved black people on plantations before the Civil War. It was intended to be a mockery of the way white people dance, but. Plantation owners often interpreted slaves' movement as unskillful attempts to be like them. They were actually mocking the uh, the slave owners. Uh, of course, lynch mob. Everybody knows what a lynch mob is. I, I don't even know why we still even fucking using that. While you're looking up some other ones, one that I, I've recently found out about that was really interesting was... As a kid, when we used to play games, we used to say, any, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by his toe. Well, I didn't know that tiger was, was used to be nigger. Yeah. Yeah, and I, heard yeah I, heard, I heard about that, but I thought also thought it was an urban legend. I never got clarification on that. Never even thought about it in today's climate. But I, it's probably right. Yep. You had the um, peanut gallery. Um, the peanut, yeah. The, yeah, which was the area where black people sat um, in shows where you had segregated shows. That was the, the peanut gallery is where um, black people sat. Um, another one that um, I learned um, recently um, was calling a spade a spade. Did you all know that that was derogatory? No, Never heard not. that one. Yeah, um, so in the 1920s, a spade was a derogatory slur for a black person. So calling a spade a spade is like calling like almost like saying call the N word an N word. Hmm. Yeah, I knew spade was a, a derogatory term. Okay, you got mm-hmm. black ball. Never thought about it from that from that angle. Black ball. Um, let's see what, what else. Uppity. What about uppity? 
Uppity was on the list. Grandfathered in, of course. What else on the list? Peanut Gallery. Of course, you all heard of Sold Down the River. Everybody knows what that means. I got you got they got Sold Down the yeah. River. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, most of this stuff is you know all of this stuff start coming to the light when the Texas Realtors Association said they were going to stop using master bedroom and start using primary bathroom, bed, bedroom and primary bathroom and stuff like that. Which, you know, again, I, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? We we should get rid of it, but I don't... I disagree, I disagree man. We can't... Like, there are words. Words matter. And different words have different meanings. And we can't... I don't, I don't think it behooves anyone at all. Not... not uh, uh, black people and non-black people to refrain from using words that have a meaning that isn't necessarily rooted in anything, but it might have the same meaning as, you know, some colloquially used word. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or or the definition. I think that whole so, master bedroom thing is stupid. You think master bedroom is stupid even though it literally came from the master's bedroom in the plantation? You think changing it now is stupid? Or do you think it's a... It's a valiant effort, but it don't, it ain't really gonna do nothing. I mean, I guess I just don't. I, well, first of all, I didn't realize. I didn't. I did not realize. Maybe I, I was talking out of my ass. I didn't know that, that. You know, it came from that. I I was thinking in my mind. I was thinking like because the term master. So they didn't. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, we're not gonna use the term master because that's you know how people refer to oh no no, no no i wasn't yeah. thinking about like the master's bed yeah it, it's literally the master's bedroom and all the right, master's well, then I, I take all that back I, 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 <laughs> don't listen to me. yeah change that shit i'll tell y'all one that i used in the past pretty frequently that i had no idea until now which is it was the tipping point did you all know that that had some root in racism no nah, the there's no point? way that tipping yeah. point what, what is that yeah. how is it which is so very in interesting because Malcolm Gladwell yeah. wrote that book. That's interesting. Yeah. So in the late 1950s, tip, the tipping point was, was described as the, as white flight when families moved away from neighborhoods that had a large number of black residents. So people uh, started using it, saying, "All right, I'm getting to the my lat to the, you know, this is the, you know, I'm getting to the highest that I can go with this. I've got to get out of here." That so last nigger point. that moved down the block that was the tipping right. point that was for the me. Tipping point. Right. Wow. Exactly. So yeah, that's one that I actually use um, pretty regularly. Um, so yeah, but um, you know what? All of this is is the whole point of all of this is to, is to show that we've got some work to do um, in this country. I mean, everything that you turn around, that I mean, from the thing, I mean, drinking water, this probably got something racist. It's got something to do with it. I mean, every single thing yeah. in this country. It's in this country's DNA. Is rooted in racism, man. And I think it's important that, you know, as we learn about them, that we make those changes. But it's, it's a lot. And it's going to sound ridiculous when we make these changes because it's so it's so baked into everything. But we got to start now. I mean, because we got kids. They're going to have kids. And if we can erase it, start erasing it. Then there's gonna be some shit that don't you know have to last for that everybody's entire life. Absolutely, it, it you know what it'll be like. It'll be like when you hear a, a term that's archaic and don't nobody really know why they use it, but the term is archaic. Like 
I'm trying to think of an archaic term that every once in a while gets thrown out there. Nobody really knows the origins. You have to look it up. That's what these that's what these phrases are going to be. There's going to be people that say master ba- bedroom and master bathroom 40 years from now. And, you know, one of our great grandchildren are going to be like, fuck you talking about, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't going to understand it. If we started like what Mike says, if we start erasing it now, by the time, you know, they become of age, it's it's a non-factor. It's not ingrained, but there's so much of it. It's like where do you where do you start? Wh- which ones do you pick? Which one is, you know, I don't know. It's it's an interesting conversation, but I don't, I just, I'm I'm more along with Bill. Let's let's make some real change, and all that other bullshit can follow. Right, right, right. I think all I mean all of this is just a part of what we need to do. Just changing names and um, symbolic gestures isn't the goal. It's just a part of many different things that we need to do. But one thing that I wanted to mention was um, earlier this week, I listened to somebody. um, I wish I could reference who it was, but they said something that was impactful to me. They said, just imagine if 20 years ago, you're just however old you were 20 years ago, a lot of the stuff that you're learning now that you knew back then, or just imagine your children 20 years from now, if they're learning this stuff as you're learning and you're teaching them this, just imagine how much more they, they can do 20 years from now because they're learning this now versus, you know, wait until they're almost 40 years old and learning this stuff for the first time. Yeah. Well, That's raw, man. That's raw. Did y'all see that, uh, did y'all see that, re- that restaurant story from Memphis about uh, contract tracing? They had people's if you come in and you, and you eat, you got to give them your name and your phone number. Y'all see that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is that um is that not a, na- a nationwide thing going on? Uh, it's not nationwide. I haven't ate in any restaurants since this whole shit started. I've literally anytime I've ate, it's been at this house or in my <laughs> car. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not going into restaurants. I and I know where where I am, we went to phase three. Then we kind of dialed it back a bit to like phase two point five because they started opening the dining rooms and the restaurants, and they started opening the barbershops, salons, and some bars, even at limited capacity. But the numbers start shooting up, even though, and, and a lot of people think because the numbers start shooting up is because they testing more. But we found that we've been testing the same amount. And the numbers still going up, so it you know direct calls gotta be the restaurants and shit being open. So uh, in Memphis, they say if you come in and you sit down, you know they're gonna they're gonna do the social distancing thing, but you have to give them your telephone number and your name. What do, you, what do y'all think about that? Y'all y'all for it? Y'all think it's too far over the line? It's it's, it's pushing the privacy issue. What do y'all think? Hey man, I'm a I'm gonna throw out this example I saw on YouTube the other day, man. It's black, I forget her name, this black lady for uh, I think it was CNBC or somebody did this um, this story on, I think it was why Vietnam's uh, COVID numbers were so low. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they were doing over there is if you tested positive, they came around at your ass up and put you in a camp and made you quarantine for 14 days. Like Yikes. we've reached a point where if you don't give a damn about about your neighbor, 
and you can't do simple stuff like wear a mask to protect other people just in case you might be asymptomatic just doing regular basic shit while we're in a damn pandemic and stop politicizing every fucking thing then I don't see I don't have no problem with people doing something like that so just so we're clear I just want to make sure I'm clear on what you're saying so you're saying and you're okay if we start taking people's information down and if they got it then going and rounding them up and putting them in camps and making sure they're going through <laughs> You're hey, saying that you're okay with that. that next step. Yep. Wow. Damn. Wow. Hey man, niggas is dying out here from this shit. Motherfuckers is being hella careless, man. So I, I guess needless to say, you are okay with uh giving the restaurant your name and phone number and all that old shit. No, no, no. Let me be clear though. I I wouldn't even fucking go there if I knew that's what they were doing. Okay. That that would be my choice. If I go there and I know well, hold, hold up, hold up, hold the fuck up. Doing that. You wouldn't go to a restaurant because they would ask you for your name and phone number. But no, you no, are what is right now doing, you know, in this COVID season, I'm not going there. I'm not going to a fucking restaurant, no way to eat in. Right. But let's say I decided to in this particular restaurant say, hey, if you come eat here. We're going to collect your information and we're going to keep it and we're going to send it off to the CDC or whoever the hell they're sending it to. At that point, if I decide, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go eat there, that's virtually me giving my consent for you to collect my information. If I don't want my information collected, then I just won't go eat there. Okay. I, I feel what you're saying. I feel what well, you're what saying. What if they're making that mandatory for everything, not just restaurants, for grocery stores and everything, because people are coming in contact with each other, not at just at restaurants. So do you agree with that too? If we've reached a level where that is necessary, then go for it. Wow. I ain't trying Man, to catch I'm, I'm really surprised you would say that in a, in a time where you got the government rounding up kids and putting them in camps down at the border. Like, right, Cages, like Mike. Cages. That's, that's like apples and oranges, man. The government's collecting our shit anyway. If I'm out here, you know, partying in the streets and not giving a fuck and, you know, I'm getting sick and spreading it. That's one yeah. thing. But what about just going regular basic things where you gotta you're gonna come in contact with, with people anyway? It's the same thing. But that's that's why it's becoming that it's, it's getting to that point where they're gonna just want to collect our shit because you got a, a handful, a group of people that are careless beyond reason and just saying fuck all of this. I ain't wearing no mask. I'm going out here to kick it. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna go kick it. Go to work. You know, go home. Go to my friend's house. And they keep spreading the shit. The numbers keep going up then you have another group of people where it's like yo bro i'm just chilling man i'm at home quarantine i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing to this shit die down if one can't offset the other then you like you almost forcing their hand for them to do this old corrupt shit they, they've been doing just to make it more obvious that they're gonna do it but what i'm saying is there's more places outside of going to restaurants where we have to go to essential places banks grocery stores where we're going to come in contact with people anyway. So you're saying that because I mean, so if they do it for a restaurant, then they would have to do it in other places where we're going to have to. That's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Well, I think a restaurant is way different. Though. I think, yeah, I was just about to say, I think this is a Ron DeSantis governor, dumbass governor of Florida situation in a grocery store you're generally not doing a lot of talking you're not doing a lot of eating you're not doing a lot of things with your mouth you're going in there you're grabbing what you're going to get you're checking out and you're getting the hell out of there in a restaurant right. 
your your mouth is open you're chewing you're eating you know sometimes people smack sometimes people have projectiles come out of their mouth you're having conversations you having conversations that type Nasty of thing motherfuckers <laughs> and so i think this is a ron DeSantis because you know i said ron DeSantis because if y'all ain't heard this dumb motherfucker the governor of, of, of florida said if you can do home depot and you can do walmart then kids should be able to go to school yeah, these niggas is wild, man. Yeah, the, the school, I, this, the whole school thing is is wild, I, man. I I really pray for everybody, and if you listening to this and you in the state of Florida, man, I send you my best regards, man, because y'all got a dumb motherfucker down there running the state. Because Florida man, this, Florida man is literally running this. Got, hey, state. for anybody who's listening, y'all got some dumb motherfuckers that hey. live in Florida, and you might be <laughs> one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Because I swear, when I heard that, I was like, okay, because going to school for nine hours and sitting next to somebody is the same as me popping in with a fucking mask at Home Depot as a responsible adult, getting what I need to get, not talking and getting the fuck out of the store. Like, I I can't. But that's a whole nother thing. What do you, what do you think about this shit, Bill? I got a, I got a bombshell to drop on all y'all after y'all done debating whether or not y'all afford or not. I think these schools, these school districts are going to start dropping off one by one. Now I'm talking about the restaurants, the restaurants. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is the, the school thing ties in. Okay. Because what's going to, what's going to, a lot of these, uh, a lot of private universities have, uh, have already come out and said they're going to be digital and, and more and more going to do that. And I think it's going to put pressure on public institutions and uh, uh, public K-12 uh, schools and they're gonna start they're gonna start like trying to figure this digital thing out uh, and, and I'd be surprised if in most states I'd be surprised if most states have open schools in 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 the in the fall I told my daughter and, during the spring that she wasn't going back to school in the fall but that's a whole nother story Just so put that on the record where I'm at they give you a choice but I think what's gonna I think what's what's gonna happen. We've already seen this in Atlanta, uh, in the city of Atlanta. Uh, Mayor Bottoms, um, you know, she uh, it, it wasn't I guess an official executive order, but it was um, you know she came out on a public platform and said like we're back in phase one, quarantine right. yourselves. The way shit been going, we ain't never got out of phase one for real. Oh no, oh no, shit opened back up in Atlanta. It opened up. You hear me? Like people, you know, niggas was out there. I saw, I saw yeah. footage of niggas uh, waiting in line at the hair salon. Yeah. White people too. Now, we wasn't calling out like Houston because Houston never closed. <laughs> they never. They was on phase nothing. Yeah, my bad. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking more like phase we're in as far as you know. They, they keep saying a second wave is coming. No, oh, like, yeah. we ain't got the first wave yet. Yeah, we yeah. still in the first wave. Rachel, I, I, Rachel Maddow last night. Rachel Maddow said. uh or the night before last, um, I guess it was Friday. We hit seventy thousand cases one day. Mm. Seventy thousand. Hey, shout out to my boy Dom out there in in Colorado, man. He said you can't. <laughs> he posted that meme with the dude tapping his head. Can't go to phase two if you stay in phase one forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. Hey, before we, before we get to the point where we're taking names and phone numbers, I think we should definitely do a hard close on restaurants. I'm just not for um, 
given up. You don't want that, don't want that national <laughs> registry. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, my thing is, it's not even the restaurant. My problem is, all right. So after I give you my phone number, what happens now? Someone gets sick. They say they was at your restaurant. Then what? I guess the. I think they said they're gonna look at the times to see who was there during the times that that the person was sick, and then they can contact you, and then isolate you and your contacts and all of that. It's like it's like putting out a fire. It's like playing whack a mole. You know what I'm saying? Like you who, pop up sick. Who's in control? Of I I don't know who's in control. And of right that. now we got an idiot in the White House. I don't trust this. this I, like I mean, are you kidding me? Like this, the, this, this the bombshell I'm about to drop on you though, on all y'all. It doesn't matter if you give them your name or your phone number anyway, because they already know you're at the fucking restaurant based on your phone location. Your phone, right, right. So, so I don't see. Yes, they got. So really, so now this becomes like an NSA CIA. Yeah, this is exactly. We know that that they have spied on everyday Americans. We know that. You know, Edward Snowden blew the whistle on this mm-hmm. shit many years ago. He said the NSA was spying on everyday citizens. And people said, shit, I ain't doing nothing illegal. I ain't got nothing to worry about, which is the I dumbest fucking. <laughs> I said that shit. To make it seem like you gave the gave them the right to be able to do it versus them just doing I, it anyway i really believe that's more so what it is this is like let's not make this a story just give us your name and your phone number we already know your name and your phone number but just give it to us and you know we'll be okay you'll be yeah. okay with it yeah i did a search on my android i pulled it up and that COVID 19 um, software is loaded on my phone yeah it's on everybody's shit now all right man um and you know who we need to shout out? Who we need to shout out, man? OG Cat with the with the new new song, new video. For sure. For she sure. got a new video? Please mm-hmm. follow that song. Um, is it called I Can't Breathe? Let me, I need, let me yeah. find it. Name of the song is I Can't Breathe. Mahogany Music. Mahogany underscore M-U-S-I-K. Hey, y'all niggas don't be hitting me up trying to get her information either. Because last time she had a video, I posted that shit. And the nigga hit me in the DM was like, hey... What's good with her, man? Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, nigga, man, get like my ask her what it is. <laughs> that's like my little sister, nigga. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, so she got a song with a guy named Count Count Up, and it's called "I Can't Breathe." Video just dropped yesterday, Saturday. So, well, I'm sorry, I didn't want to put the date on there. So, OG salute to OG salute to OG Cat. Anybody else got any OG salutes? I think we're gonna start doing that. OG salute. Somebody do something special. Somebody do something big in the community, in the culture. Yeah, fuck with it. I'm sure uh, OG Dr. Ray has got some salutes in the tuck. For you sure, know, for sure. He's old, he's old yeah, man, salute to OG Dr. Ray in that um, Boris Kojo interview he did. Man, that dude, yeah, man, yeah. OG Dr. Ray, man, he's moving up. Follow him on Sociologist Ray on um, all platforms, Twitter and um, and Instagram. Sociologist OG Ray. salute to him. Triple OG salute to him. Uh, also, triple. He ain't no triple. <laughs> he ain't no triple. <laughs> he, ain't no <laughs> man. he double. He double. He double OG. 
Damn, we canceled Terry Crews. We can't even do Triple OG man, no more. Get that nigga out of here. Oh, man, come on, though. <laughs> Triple OG. Wait a, wait, a, wait a minute. Triple OG existed. Terry Crews, man. That existed long before Terry hey, Crews. He just. You never he, heard nobody say OG oh, Triple OG before uh, Friday. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. You haven't heard nobody. No, I hadn't it. heard of it. That was a new one for me. <laughs> no, not OG Triple OG, but you have heard Triple OG before. Right. right. Yeah. But let's talk about this nigga, man. I don't know what's going on with him. Man, do we have to? No, nah, we don't. We don't have to. We can, we can give him the kind. Of I'm tired of old boy, and I love America's Got Talent, but I can't fucking watch it no more. White Chicks is one of my favorite movies, man. I can't watch it no more. He's a he's he's a clown, man. I don't I don't know, man. I'm just gonna come out and say it, man. He's he's cooning. He's cooning in 2020, bro. He's, he's been he's been cooning for a long time. He's really been on the deep I know, end. The problem is, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to advance the conversation. Is he? Yes, I, yes, I believe that he's trying to advance. The conversation that we are having very specifically about black people and our response to white supremacy, he's using that as a as a way to make it a more generic rights thing. And that's what that's what there's no um there's no patience for that. Because this isn't about generic rights. That's pure bullshit. That's what that that's, is. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. I, I don't think he's trying to advance no conversation. I don't think no thought has went into any of the things. I, I didn't mean advance at in, all. Uh, in a good sense. I meant advance to what he wants it to be advanced to. That's what I meant. His advancement is his career, man. He's trying to get into places that he don't have to rely on black film to be able to get his money. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to. Wild is nobody asked him to say shit. Like, shut the fuck up. Terry Crews tweet July 3rd I'm a human rights activist not a human wrongs activist wow shut the fuck up um what's this what's one of his worst ones the one where he said make when black lives matter turns into a black 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 lives matter more yeah that's some dumb shit man like man (laughs) hey if you mention his name you're gonna if you mention his name and say something negative, you can get suspended on there. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Suspended on where? On Twitter. Because you said something negative about Terry Crews? Yeah. If you say something crazy about Terry, Terry Crews, you don't even got to say nigga in the tweet. But if you say something crazy about Terry Crews and at him, for some kind of way, he is alerting the authorities blocking you and you are getting suspended i swear to god twitter so soft now man. it really is they let nazis on there but if i say nigga in a tweet they they get me smooth off the platform we really need to move to something else but that's a whole nother discussion karen cruz is his new name <laughs> he's alerting the authorities <laughs> man I, I just can't deal with him, man. I really okay. can't deal with him, bro. <laughs> I think he may have deleted that Black Lives Matter more tweet. I don't see it no more. That dude trolling us, man, on purpose for dollars. For the for dollars. The ability, because he haven't gotten it yet, the ability to be able to navigate 
and non-black spaces, man. That's what this is. Want. He is him and Jason Whitlock got to be running for like coon of the century. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Right yeah, now. man, Jason Whitlock got that one, man. Because the problem with Jason Whitlock is he tries to bring God into it. He tries oh. to play the religious card, and that's what that's. What, I can't do that shit with him, man. I'm a. I'm just. I'm not gonna even go deep on this nigga. I mean, it's in the group chat, man. Oh, oh. oh. oh my god, Lee, bro. Damn, that was a that was a pause. That was a pause, wasn't it? Hey, but it, that's home. Hey, hey, y'all need to relax. I ain't doing no pauses. That's homophobic. That's homophobic to my I black LGBTQ people who are in the movement. Your life matters as well. All Black Lives Matters. Shit, now I got it. Now I got a tiptoe. Now, goddamn, you know, <laughs> you know, matters and shit. Damn. Hey, that's real though. That's real. Nah, I roll with. Them. Man, I don't know. You know, you know. I'm a, I'm gonna keep him out of. I'm gonna keep him out of this conversation for the sake of me not just going off for no reason. Like, I'll say what I gotta say in the group chat, and and in a few weeks we'll we'll give y'all uh, information on how y'all can get in the group chat, and, and it'll be just between us. It'll be a conversation between us, like we said. All right, let's get into some light hearted shit. What y'all niggas been listening to, man? Anybody's up. Who, who want to go first? It don't matter. I ran that uh, Pop Smoke finally. Finally went through that Tiana Taylor. Hold on. Let's talk about that Pop Smoke real real quick. What did you think about it overall? I actually liked it, man. I liked this first I liked one. It I too, like this one. I think I like it. I like it more. I liked it too, man. I thought 50 did a really good job on that, man. What did 50 actually do? From what I understand, and shout out to my boy Amp from uh, Random Acts of Podcast. I was listening to his breakdown on it. 50 actually got the bare bones studio sessions. Some of them had beats that were, you know, maybe possibly the song. Some of them didn't have hooks. Some of them had one verse. Some of them had two. He was tasked with um, creating the CD in a in a lane to where it would be representative of what pop's vision for for the album would be so uh he got a lot of those features were already done people were really eager to tell you that you know they were working with him before they died they didn't this wasn't no no posthumous stuff but he got it he whipped it into shape man i think it's i think it sounds pretty good and y'all know me i was never really a big pop smoke fan but I thoroughly enjoyed the album. I, I really do, man. But yeah, it was pretty good. All right, what else you been listening to? I listened to that uh the one we talked about briefly last week, uh West Side. West Side Gun? Yeah. And then Gucci put out one. I thought it was just a Gucci album, but it looked like it was him presenting like a bunch of people he's got signed to him or whatever. So I see something. So I see so yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, it's pretty good so far. And I played that uh that new City Girls. No, you didn't. They got some cuts on there. I fuck with City Girls. Man, too. City Girls is dope, man. 
<laughs> no, nah, man, y'all niggas just saying that because JT oh, got her friend, titties bro. out, nigga. <laughs> y'all saying everybody's starting to fuck with city girls now because JT looking good. Right? Yeah. I'm fucking with city girls since the beginning. Point blank period, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you hit me with the point blank period. Damn. OG Bill, what you listening to, man? Shit, nothing new, man. I'm still running that. I'm still running that West Side. Um, I, I I take that back. I did listen to uh that new Summer Walker. Is it good? What do you think about? It? I got it on the list. That's what I'm yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Not great. It's good. Um, yeah, man. I'm I'm st- I don't have anything else new, man. I'm still running. Uh, I'm still running at Royce. Um, Tiana. I'm. St- yeah, Tiana. That stays. That stays in rotation. Um, that's my candidate for album of the year. Now you we'll talk. Now you making sense. We'll see. We'll see. It's between that and Alfredo, but I think Tiana's winning. OG Keys, what you been listening to? Man, I've been listening to a lot of Detroit rap. Man, I love. I, I love Four Two Doug. Uh, been bumping that. Um, Go broke like Jock. Huh? Go <laughs> broke like Jock. <laughs> Dog like Vic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, been listening to Ghetto Rich Niggas, Payroll, Giovanni, and Peasy. Uh, bump that um, that Peasy solo joint, the Alpha Wolf uh, episode two. Um, that No Hooks two by Peasy, that new T Greasley, the smartest. Um, that's pretty dope. Um, hey, that last T Grizzly before this one has some shit on it, but you know, you know how niggas do about T Grizzly. Mm-hmm. They say they say when he rapping, it sound like he just reading the rap sheet. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, that's kind of the vibe. A lot of the Detroit rappers, though, man, they all kind of they got to be telling the business. Yeah, it's kind. Of, well, I ain't talking about telling the business. Just the the cadence of their rap style is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, outside of that, man, I've been listening. You know, I've been really been on my audio book game, man, since we're pretty much out of content. Um. On a lot of platforms, man, just do, you know, as far as um, TV shows and stuff. So I've been listening to a lot of books. Um, I said this on a previous podcast for those that, that haven't. Check out The Color of Money. Very excellent audio book. Um, I just learned The Color of Law. Um, <clears throat> I finished up um, for the second time um, the autobiography of Malcolm X, which is a really good one. Um, Brainwashed by Tom Burrell is a good one. Um, just throwing a few of them out there that I'm reading, man. But um, man, y'all check them out, man. Very, very good stuff. All right. I listened to uh, that Pop Smoke album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I think my favorite song on there might be. Eh, I don't know what my favorite song is. I don't know why I even started you saying that. Playbo, man, the hardest songs on there. The West Side shit and the other one. Uh, that snitching. Yeah, the snitching. Yeah, yeah, niggas love that snitching. Uh, been listening to Burner Boy. Uh, Burner Boy, yep, yep. Tiana Taylor, the album. Uh, some kind of way I got sucked into Dark Sky Paradise. West Side Gun. Um, Traffic. It's a specific track by Cardo. I've been fucking with. Uh, I listened to that Juice World man. That Juice World was a sad album man it, it really hit me bro because i'm not a juice world fan you know these young niggas like that that do that type of music that's not really my uh forte so so i listen to them just to kind of understand the point of view 
of a of a 23 24 year old black man in in this society and stuff like that man he has some very poignant lines on that album you know where he says like stuff that's very haunting especially knowing that he passed away like he said something like this is the part where i tell you that i'm okay but i'm really not i'm like damn nigga damn nigga i'm listening to this shit and it's hard it's hard you know what i'm saying like but some he, some he, of the songs depression man that that song that he took uh that one song where he took that one song man was it uh god i can't remember what that song that was he took man but that shit was y'all know what song i'm talking about i mean he be talking about real shit yeah i'm talking can't. about real shit and, and it's depressing and, and it's like almost like a cry for help but the shit be banging so it's like damn do I, I feel bad like I'm sliding to this shit like you know what I'm saying I'm hopping in the whip this nigga gave his life for this shit man, not now we don't need to be listening to no depressing shit we <laughs> need to be listening to some public enema or something man some enema or some, some oh, cute now, now I'm gonna stay dangerous now I'm gonna stay dangerous now it, you know it ain't gonna be my that ain't what I'm listening to the whole time but yeah yeah, um, man. Solo songs, man. You mentioned one song that, that I didn't mention, just independent song, not album. Um, I've been bumping that Ab Soul, man. That Danger Rookie Power Freestyle, man. That, oh, geez. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been bumping it on repeat too, just an individual song. Solo can rap, man. And I don't know if he's ever planning on coming back. I guess he is, but like, what's going on with him? Yeah, he's been featured on a lot of West Coast act stuff, like Underground West Coast. He's been on a lot of features, man, this year. Probably about three or four that I heard outside of his freestyle. So I guess he is about to make his return. Yeah. It's, it's time. I mean, he ain't been out in a long-ass time. He's been on shit here and there, freestyling, doing all that type of shit. But it's time to hear a project, man, because he's starting to get a little J Electronica-like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting to get a little J electronic like. Y'all been watching anything or nah? Y'all just been listening to music because I literally have not watched a single thing. We watching the shot. The shot? Yeah, the shot. Because because the, the main dude not on there anymore. How is that? It's Without different. Him. It's different. It's different. Wait, what happened to the main dude? You know he had uh, those he charges, got, allegations in real life. Yeah, he got jammed up with the with the co-star. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh shit! So they killed him off the show first. Yeah, they first, yep, he was gone. Damn. <laughs> and they Damn. Wrote with that nigga. The um, first scene of the new season was his funeral. <laughs> Dude, I love the character, man. They put the jab in him, ended up at him on his ass. She was like, "That nigga wasn't shit, no way." I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Damn. <laughs> They snuck it in on. I'm like, God damn! damn. They sure pissed did. on his grave after they it's buried. The then they said wow. Nick Um, he got killed off allegedly because he wanted he didn't want to be in a scene with um a transgender. A transgender. Yep. That's the person. Oh wow! And that's so that's why. And see, they and so they brought in uh Luke, whatever his name, dude, to play Johnny Gill. So that's why they brought him in because his. His uh his character is counter a transgender transgender. So the the gang leader he's off the show. My guy he got killed off. He got killed in the, in the second season. Red? Yeah, he got killed the last episode yeah. of the second season. 
Oh man, I, I thought he okay, okay, okay. I I forgot all about it. I watched that scene. I just maybe I just forgot. Okay. Yeah, they recap it all in the first uh, episode. They were gonna bring him back. That's why I was. That's in my mind. I thought he was coming back this season, but since he wouldn't do the transgender thing, then they didn't bring him back. So how did he die? You understand? Know you see what I'm saying? They just kill you off in the in the yeah. They show him getting murdered in the drive by. Yeah. Like but, but, it's a, but but him getting murdered is actually applicable to what's happening in the, in yeah, the right, show right, right now. Right. So yeah. it's not it's not like old buddy they killed him off never to be spoken of again. Right. The red the red dude like the fact that he died is a is a major story. It's part of the right show. Now. Okay, right, I got yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, red that was my dog in the in the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all hear about this DJ Academic shit, man? Y'all know he went back and forth for Freddie Gibbs last, like last week and all. Yeah, I think But uh, he's saying that uh, Complex News has fired him, and he's also saying that he's banned. I thought he got, thought he got suspended for two yeah, episodes. He got suspended for a couple shows. He's really? saying he's fired. Yeah, yeah, and he's saying that he's also got banned for life from Twitch. So now he has to start rapping to try to make some money. Hey, academics, man, he he made a lot of money on Twitch, man. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. That was his that was his platform. That's how he he got yeah, his I'm little really a big fan of academics, so so that's why I'm kind of like taking but man, this is crazy. No, I don't think I don't he's he's not for our generation. Like he's not he we none of us. He would none of us would be a fan of him. You know what I mean? I think the only people that really actually give him some attention oh, yeah. are the 25s yeah. and unders. The 25s wow. and unders, man. Not, That's anybody class, over yeah. 25, that anybody over 25 that listen to, to uh, anybody on on that complex, Nadeska, whoever, yeah. is, is kind of yeah. in a compromised situation because they really it's not really like the viewpoint of, of yeah, I, I don't like know. Karma is, is is man is undefeated, man. Him mm. siding with um Takashi, man. You know, to me, man, just you know, I you know, I just felt some type of way about that. I'm just gonna put that on out there, man. Um, man, we gotta stop using karma for that, though, man. They, we talking about Indians and their religion. They ain't got shit to do with that, nigga. <laughs> I, didn't that. I didn't know karma had nothing to do with the, the Indians' religion. Yeah, yeah like, I just know a lot of people say karma is the mother. A lot of you know that's that's Hindu religion. That's Hindu religion, and, and you know what the crazy <laughs> thing is? We, the crazy thing about that is they only like in the sense of what like what, what Keys just said to people on the internet and stuff like that, and people in regular regular life. They only use it for bad. They don't ever right. talk about good karma. And there is a such thing as good karma too. In but, this particular situation, I'm talking about bad. <laughs> <laughs> he said he put that out there but um but i've been watching some black that's what's the only thing i have to turn the tv on man they got a really good interview with this guy named gianni russo he's a um he, he was affiliated with the mob man y'all watch that this dude this dude was a part man this dude like had like had a lot to do with jfk and yeah. this dude said when he was 15 years old, he was sleeping with um, Marilyn Monroe, and she was in her 20s. This dude, man, I mean, the stuff that he he's talking about on there, man, it should be in a movie. Huh. A lot of the characters in um, God, I think he said he played Carlos in The Godfather. 
is what he said hmm. he played. He played Carlos in the Godfather. But um, him and then Chuck D is on there right now, man. And he's dropping some some real um, fun facts about hip hop, man, that I didn't know. Like, for example, man, I didn't know a lot of the sounds that um, Rick Rubin and them were using um, in Def Jam, man, which, I mean, pretty much really set the tone for hip hop going forward at that point. Um, a lot of that came from Dr. Dre, like the fat Dr. Dre from the East Coast. Like he brought those sounds, like the a lot a lot of the break beats I mean, and course, shit. Yeah, a lot of that stuff he said in there. He said a lot of that stuff came from Dr. Dre and 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 Def Jam started using those sounds when they made some of the Beastie Boy stuff, LL stuff and stuff. Man, I was blown away by that, man. So check that out. Yeah, yeah since you know I'm a fan of hip hop, we all are. So you know I was watching that. Um, that was a good one. And then uh, Michael France Francis is another mob guy. He's been like interviewing a lot of mob guys um, as of late, so it's another interesting interview as well with my and earthquake. <laughs> Earthquake's funny too on um, Vlad. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Earthquake is he? Is Earthquake still small? He got small a little yeah, while yeah, ago. He still, yeah, yeah, he's still maintaining that weight. Yeah, that's good. That's good for that brother, man. I'm happy you did that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, OG Earthquake. OG Triple OG. We saw him at the University of Memphis one time. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I kicked it with the man down, and I think we was in Dominican Republic or something. We was kicking it. I ain't gonna say what we were doing. We was <laughs> <laughs> I saw them pictures, man. I saw them. Yeah, you, had, you, had, you ran into a few celebrities down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who else you ran into down there, bro? You ran. Yeah, I just say, I, yeah, I ain't gonna say. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you know, damn, the nigga. Not not Toph acting like Vlad now, damn, bro. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad now, baby. Glad. <laughs> what was y'all doing? <laughs> hey, what was y'all doing down there, man? I saw y'all down there uh, rolling up. I I saw y'all with a with a with a green substance on a, by the pool. What was that? What was that? Was that weed? Was y'all smoking weed? <laughs> That nigga glad be interrogating niggas, man. I don't know why. At this point, the best use of of Vlad, someone who used Vlad in this platform and got his message across, but didn't incriminate himself. Pee Wee Longway. That interview is hella funny. Like he didn't say nothing. Like he wouldn't. That nigga Pee Wee Longway was like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about, Vlad. What does MPD mean? (laughs) (laughs) He made up something, man. Uh, like MPD, like I forget what the initials are, but yeah, like that's the name of his company, and it, it's like murder, pounds, and something like that. Like, <laughs> he, he made up something else that was hilarious, man. I, was, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> You're affiliated with the Crip Gang, right? He, like, he said, Am I? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that nigga was he was amazing. I'm gonna tell you the pro. We, so we know what we all know what the cons are with Vlad. The pros are, man, and I and to the, for the life of me, I never understood why we never did this. He interviews the people that we want to hear about. Like he interviews yeah. Spice Chuck D. Like, yep. Why are there any platforms where we're going back and list and find out what's going on with some people, man? You know that had like a real impact. You know, on a lot of this stuff, man. Like he interviewing yeah. people that pretty much been dead as far as their career is concerned, and kind of you know bringing them back to the forefront, man. Very true. Very true. Vlad is the only one doing that. 
He's like the only no one interviewing those people. Like no other one. Very true. He got he got niggas on there telling stories about Tupac and shit. Like nobody's doing that. Right. Yeah. So that's the that's the pro. It's a lot of cons we can bring up, but that's the pro. I think we all know the cons. The cons is y'all ass might be a con by the time the interview. Yeah. Shit. If you ain't, you don't take the Pee Wee Longway approach. 